Welcome to the TappingSolution.com's Bits and Pieces podcast, where we share information designed to change your life. Whether you're new to EFT tapping or an old hand, you'll find simple, inspiring information to brighten your day, motivate you, and help you live your best life. To learn more about tapping, visit thetappingsolution.com. Now, here's today's clip. We have a treat for all of you. Today, we are speaking to Dr. Aaron Shannon, a psychologist who has worked with some of the biggest names in sports. Her job is actually to not talk to the media because of her high-profile clients, but she has been uh, gracefully willing to sit down with us to let us know how tapping has made a difference in the lives of her clients. So welcome, Dr. Shannon. Thanks, Thanks. for being with us. Thanks for having me. Well, first off, I want to hear a little bit about some of the teams that you've worked with and a bit about your background. Well, my background um, is very traditional. I grew up in the Midwest, and uh, I got my doctorate in clinical psychology and really didn't hear anything about energy work or tapping or anything than allopathic medicine, right? That's all we studied. This is the traditional way to do it. Here's the disorders. Here's how you treat them. And so when I started to be exposed to other forms of treatment, such as acupressure, acupuncture, uh, energy medicine, I started to incorporate that in my work and I started to see rapid results. And I felt like I would see people really healing on a deep level rather than just understanding and coping with mm -hmm. problems. And so for me, it felt wonderful to be able to tell someone, I can help you feel better in this first session. Because in traditional psychotherapy, for many cases, it takes such a long time to resolve an issue, if it ever does get fully resolved. A lot of times it's just, okay, I understand it, but it still gets me sometimes. Right. So um, once I started to incorporate those techniques, uh, I felt like my practice rapidly shift from the traditional psychotherapy to more of these energy techniques. And tapping is definitely one of the first ones that I felt comfortable using in my practice because it's much more widely accepted in the psychiatric and psychological communities. Right. Well, I know that you can't give us any specific names, but can you give us some examples of some teams that you have worked with? Well, I've worked with um, NFL and NHL and MLB. My father was a, a Major League Baseball player, and so growing up as the daughter of an athlete, I didn't know any different. And so I think the one thing that is probably the most helpful thing is that when these guys come to me, I see them just for who they are. Right. And I think that that's a unique thing to children of athletes. I don't think very many people can really get that connection right away. Yeah. So I think that is helpful. Um, and that gets you through the door. But you really have to show up with your A game every time because they're used to winning and winners. And so um, the energy techniques really speak to them because they want 
you to help them right now. And they're very kinesthetically intelligent. They're very smart about their body. They have to be. And they've got a lot of people invested in that body. They've got nutritionists and they've got strength coaches and they've got position coaches and they've got agents. And so um, you have to take all that in consideration, but really sit down and understand okay, you're being sent to me because of a batting slump or because you can't stop smoking pot or because you are afraid to fly or because you're, you're coming back from an injury, but for some reason, why aren't you healing? Uh, so these are all the presenting problems. And underneath all of these problems, whether it's a simple phobia whether it's an addiction, whether it's uh, a repetitive injury that doesn't seem to heal correctly, um, whether it's a performance issue, there's always several layers. And if you don't get down to the deep layer and release it, it's just like putting a Band-Aid on it. And eventually there's an infection in there. If you haven't cleaned out the infection, it's going to fester. And so slapping a Band-Aid on it won't help. And so I feel like EFT is a very rapid and simple way to get to a deep problem. So they might not want to talk about the deep problem. And they might get very upset that I would even suggest that they have a Because they're coming to you for, because they're having trouble with the batting. Like, just fix this. Just fix the slump. I don't want to talk about my mother. I don't want to talk about. (laughs) And so when we start tapping on the slump... Very rapidly, we get right down to the fear, the emotion. So they naturally go there really while they fast, do the tapping. Really yeah. fast. And I think most people do, yeah. but I've seen a remarkable athlete's affinity toward it is, is so um, rapid because they are so tuned in to their body. So when I say, where do you feel it in my body? I feel it in my upper left quad. Okay. And what does it feel like? It feels like slightly like a tingling. It's not quite like a a muscle pull, more like a tendon. You know, like they they can tell you exactly what they're feeling. They might not be able to put the emotion on it, but once they relax and start to tune into their body, it's almost like the emotion just kind of presents presents itself. itself. Right. And they do it once, they do one round, and they feel a difference. And that's all you need because they really come, once you get their trust and once you make them realize that I really can help you, this is not just BS and this is not just, okay, check the box, coach, I went and saw the shrink and whatever. I can help you get better. All they want to know is, can you make me better? Can you make me better one more day? Can I get back there one more day? They're so driven and passionate about that if you can help them do that, you have loyalty. Right. And if you help one guy, the next day you get 35 phone calls from all over the league saying, dude, you help my buddy, can I yeah. fly in? And so that's kind of how my practice went from a few athletes to... Well, you made a really interesting point before that they come with a problem, 
but that problem was really a symptom of something else. And I think as we learn more about tapping and do our own growth and our own personal work, we begin to notice that and go a little bit deeper. I know you can't share um, any names, but can you share a story about how someone came to you and how they went deeper and the shift that they had with the tapping? Yeah, I think a really interesting one was actually a physical injury. Okay, so there was a football player who was very fast, and his job was to catch the ball. And he kept pulling a muscle, and he kept pulling the same group of muscle on both legs. And he went to everybody. He went, and they checked everything from, you know, his mineral levels in his body. He was so hydrated. He was overhydrated. this poor kid. Mm -hmm. And so finally, when nothing else worked, someone said, go see her because we don't know what she does. You're the last resort, right? (laughs) I usually am. And, but I love that because they, they kind of almost have given up hope and they're willing to try anything. Mm -hmm. And, and that's a beautiful state for a person to be in. They're very open. So he comes and he says, you know, I don't know what you do and, uh, you know, but can you, can you help me? And it's very obvious that he wants to get better. And so he gets on the table and I'm doing my stuff and we're doing the tapping to calm him down and he starts crying. This is a guy who doesn't cry. This is not a crier. <laughs> okay. And he, he said, I haven't cried since I was five years old. And so... What do you think made you cry? I don't know. What are you doing to me? You know, I said, I'm not doing anything. You're just tapping and talking about, even though I have these, you know, bleep, bleep, bleep muscle pulls, I love and accept myself completely. Um, And we went down and within two or three rounds of tapping, it was something about his grandmother saying that I don't want you to play this sport because what if you get hurt and die? It would break my heart. And then that year, grandma had a heart attack. Mm. And so this was his first big NFL injury. And to most people, it's like, what? It's a a muscle pull. Like, you know, that's not bad. I broke my sternum, four ribs, and my, you know, collarbone yesterday. But it didn't, it really had not much to do with the actual physical injury. It was all of those emotions and messages that he got as a little boy because he just loved his grandmother. And so the shame of pushing that down and somehow in his child's mind thinking that he somehow caused it because she didn't want him to play these sports and he wanted to do it. And once he released that, he fixed his muscle muscle pull and he's never pulled again. And he was at a point where the team he was with had let him go, even though he was incredible, multi-million dollar talent and great heart in the city, loved him. They let him go and he was a free agent. So his agent says, go see this doctor. Comes and sees me, we do the thing. He goes, he tries out for another team and now he's got a massive contract and he had one of the best years of his career last year. Wow. And people had washed him up for done. You know, I hear these stories all the time. I mean, this is what I do, is that someone has a physical problem, they tap on something emotional, and you see the transformation in the body. But I have to say, 
I still have trouble believing it because oh, it's not something we've been raised to believe. So I hear a story like that and I'm still shocked, but we're seeing it over and over and over again. And I, and I tell you, I do it all day long, every day, sometimes seven days a week, six days a week, 15, 16 hours a day. And so you'd think by now I would believe it, but every time I'm, and they're like, it's down to a zero. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. They're like, dude. Don't lie to me. Dude, it's you. gone. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? They're like, it's totally gone. And they'll stand up and like jump and they'll be like, look, look, it's gone. It's not <laughs> clicking. And it's shocking to me yeah. still because, and I think actually that the fact that it's so rapid and it's so uh, on the surface technically simple that it's hard for the medical community and the allopathic community to trust it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, look, I went to school for 24, 25 years of my life to study all these different ways to try to get at these symptoms of these complex diseases caused by genetics and environment and all kinds of sequelae of events. And I can tap a couple points on somebody's head and they get better. It's almost... It, it almost makes you feel ridiculous for going to school that long. Like, what, what was I doing? I love the fact that I went to school and, and got the background that I did, and I think it helps me definitely as a tapping helper. Right. I mean, it gets you in the door because, again, if you're just someone that's good at tapping, it might be a little bit more difficult if you it, don't have It degree, helps with so credibility. It definitely helps, and, yeah. And it helps me understand a framework, mm -hmm. but... Every technique that I've ever learned, and any medical doctor will tell you that there's no medicine that works every time the first time for everybody without side effects. There's just not. Right. The greatest of medicines, somebody's allergic to it. It doesn't work for somebody. They need two rounds of it. It causes right. this side effect. I can honestly say that every time I do tapping with anybody works. Yeah. And that's miraculous to me. It is. And I do want to make a point that people see the shift right away, but also sometimes it does take a few sessions, right, to, I mean, sometimes there's the quick fixes. There's shifts. And then sometimes there's, like, you have to keep going to make these different shifts as I think you're personally ready to make that shift. Or, I agree 100%. Or, 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 you, or you just get clear on the problem. It's layers. It's layers, right? yes. And sometimes you will start around and all of a sudden just fall down six layers and get to a big root problem. Mm -hmm. But that's because you're ready, yeah. right? Or you're in, in such a state that you have to. Um, but people will come in for a certain issue. They'll tap through it. They'll realize it's really a whole different issue. They'll get symptom reduction, but then they'll realize, but I want to work on this too. And so then we're tapping on something, something else. Something else comes up. Yeah. yeah. And it's right. just like when you do energy work, you follow the energy. And tapping really follows the energy of the person. And for me, the biggest reward is to hear about my guys teaching their wife to tap or their kids to tap or telling the coach about it. And all of a sudden, the coach wants the whole team to know how to do it. And, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, somebody's off Ambien because they don't have to use it to go to sleep. They can tap and go to sleep. And, you know, it, those kind of stories where the empowerment of the person occurs and they say, I can do this too, 
yeah, it's not yeah. just my hands that can do this. You can do it. And for them to do it on their own and see it work, yeah. I mean, that's the, the, my job is to make them not need me anymore. And so that's a beautiful thing to right. see. You know, there might be some uh, athletes watching this or just some people who are weekend warriors yeah. who, you know, want to have been having a problem with their golf game or right. having an injury over and over again. So I think the big takeaway from this discussion is also that it's not just about focusing on the injury, but also on, on the emotional aspects. So when you work with someone, it might not, like it had to do with their grandmother. It had nothing to do with the actual physical injury, but something else. And I think that is fascinating and something that we have to continuously talk about yeah. so that we train our minds that when we have, uh, in those we're having a problem, that we look a little bit deeper to see what's going on that's really suppressing our uh, ability to, to heal and recover naturally. And I think that athletes, um, any athlete, weekend warriors, people that played in college um, or professional athletes, they're very connected with their bodies in a lot of ways, but there's also this disconnect when they have to push through the pain or when they have to push themselves beyond something or push through the wall. And so a lot of times that pain um, suppression mechanism, it, it goes for physical pain, but it also then starts to suppress emotional pain. The emotional issues of many athletes get sublimated or um, the, the energy. Say, for example, an NHL player told me one time, you know, if it wasn't for hockey, everybody in the NHL would be in jail because we get paid to, you know, <laughs> yeah, beat the crap out of each other. So it, that's an example of how this type of personality can sublimate that onto something that is, you know, societally appropriate, right? But they have to use so much energy within the sport that a lot of times they don't have the energy to work on the other stuff. On the relationship. Right. On exactly. The, yeah. So that, that is something that maybe a college athlete or a professional athlete does. So for people that are weekend warriors, it's, it's an outlet, right? Like we work all week and we feel like, oh, I just need to get out and just run or just play some football. Or, so it's, it's an outlet for energy. But again... That's great, and everybody should have outlets, creative and you know, physical outlets for the energy. But if we're using things to avoid or suppress, then eventually it's going to get us. Yeah. Either we're going to hurt ourselves or um, we're going to hit a, it's some kind of a mental block or wall or something's going to happen in our life, our relationship or whatever. So the great thing about EFT for athletes is that it helps them identify the emotions in their body because they know their body yeah. if they're an athlete. And so, wait, I have this tension, this tightness in my pit of my stomach. Am I worried about something? What am I worried about? And they start to be able to realize what's going on before that worry ends up causing a problem and now they're drinking every night. Or, um, you know, the insomnia, I got to go to sleep, I got to go to sleep, I got a game tomorrow, I got to go to sleep. Instead of going, man, my chest is heavy. What am I thinking? Gosh, I keep thinking about something. It's upsetting me. And then they think about it, they release it, and they can sleep. Doesn't mean the problem's gone. It just says, I'm going to put this problem right here on my bedside Power table. Power of awareness. And I'll pick it up tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs>